Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Marcus and Melina De La Cruz. We hope that you'll be blessed by today's message. To get them to say their confessions because once I know I, I can get that word in their mouth, that that healing will start taking place in their bodies. I know if I can get them to a place where they're starting to respond, they'll get healed and get delivered. And he says, I'm getting frustrated because this person ain't doing it. They just look at me and he goes, and I have, and their spouses believe in God for them. Their families believe in God for them and, and with no response. And he says it is the most frustrating thing because I want to help that person. Yeah. And he's it's sort of like, but that person isn't helping me help them. Yeah. It's good. Amen. I've, I've had it happen to me and I laugh. I go, oh, brother, I've been in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Go and visit the folks. Mm-hmm. Visit them. They go, I, I ask, it's very specific. Do you have any healing scriptures? Mm-hmm. Oh, but they have TBN on. Boy, that, that's spiritual, right? You're watching Christian TV, that's spiritual. You're listening to Christian music, that's spiritual. You figure, oh, that's enough. But no, there's things that you need that are specific. Yeah. Yeah. There are things that you're going to need when it comes to the word that you're going to need specific yeah. to help you. That's right. And if you don't touch the specific, yeah. you can go to the doctor and say, you know, doctor, I, I'm, go- I'm having a tough time sleeping. And, and you know, I'm not only having a tough time sleeping, um, you know, I also, you know, just that's the biggest problem. He gives you, uh, let's say you got like a, a cut and an infection. He gives you something for infection. Uh-huh. He gives you medicine for infection, but he ain't going to give you the medicine to sleep. Uh-huh. Well, I, I didn't come for, for, uh, for infection. Yeah. I came for because of lack of sleep. I, I need something to help me sleep. Uh-huh. And he gives you something completely opposite of what you need. You get frustrated. Yeah. Amen. And a lot of people, they're doing that. There's specific needs that you have, but you're not specifically doing what's specifically or you, but you'll listen to the doctor. If he gives you a bottle of pills, Mm -hmm. he says, take two of these first start and you'll, you'll, you'll look at them. Oh, okay. I got to do this. (laughs) You'll study it and you'll read. And then, and you'll, and if you're smart, some of you get really deep into this, you start reading the side effects. You're like, well, I learned the side effects. You'll get on your computer, (laughs) check MedMD and you're like, oh, okay. Oh, wow. Woo. You might cause except you may cause you to see and hallucinate. Okay, well, <laughs> you might you might sleep, you might have hallucinations. You might you, know, uh, you may have other bodily things may cause. Whoa, whoa, I didn't know that, right? So and you're like okay, and and then you take and then you hear you're taking the gamble with the you're taking the gamble with the meds, but you won't take the gamble with the word. Got real quiet when I said that, but I'm just telling you the truth. Most people will take a gamble with and listen to the, exactly what the doctor tells them to do, but they won't do. They won't take the time to let the word come out of their mouth. Yeah, come on, good. Won't take the time. Won't, won't take the time to participate in church. And that'll cost them a lot less than spending money, tons of money at the doctor. It'll cost them a lot less. Spending time with a psychologist, yeah. it, it'll, it, it'll, spend a, it'll spend a lot less keeping their mind in the area, in the realm of peace, yeah. but they're willing that they would rather pay for some medicine to deal with something so they don't have to deal with the other. Yeah. The, the, it's like choosing the lazy man's way out. Mm-hmm. And the, I'm going to tell you right now, brothers, the lazy man's way out is a lazy man's way in to, to trouble. Don't shout me down because I'm preaching real good. I, I need to get some amens out of here. Amen. Woo, hallelujah. hallelujah. Psalms 91. 
You know, um, when you stick and close and you listen, you, you stick close to your pastor, you hear what they say to you, 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 you hang on their words because, you know, there are words that are going to help you. That's right. Right? That's right. Say, the, say the word is going to help me. <clears throat> in Psalms 91, verse 1, he says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will save the Lord. He is my refuge, my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. Now, I want you to notice something here. But he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. How do you begin to abide under the shadow of the Almighty? Does anybody know? I, I'm not looking. I'm not asking you, Melina. She knows the answer. She was there because she's, she's smart. She, she knows. Does anybody know how you stay under the shadow of the Almighty? One, you start doing the Word. You start doing things in the spirit realm. You go to church. You worship at church. You're staying in the shadow of the Almighty. You leave church. You start applying the Word of God. You're, you are under the shadow of the Almighty. Then you can say, and then you're saying, He is my refuge. He is, He is my refuge. He is my safe place. And that's how you stay under the shadow of the Almighty. Because not only are you saying it, but you're taking your dominion when you say it. You say, I thank you, Father, everywhere I go, I am safe. I thank you, Father, the hand of the Lord is upon me. I, I, you, you said, I'm, I'm living under, the, I thank you, Father, I live under the shadow of the Almighty. Now, you don't underwrite it if you get a little red light on the inside of you. Like, Lord, I'll say, uh, you want to take a red light? Because you know, when I, you know anytime, we're, anytime you go in town, there's a red light and a green light? What's, what's the red light and the green light for? Is it there to bum you out? Is it there to disappoint you? Is it there to just keep you from going where you need to go? Yeah. No, it's there for your safety. That's right. That's right. God gives you red lights yes. and green lights yes. for your safety. That's right. He's not telling you you can't get to where you need to go, but he's saying, listen to my instructions. Yeah. Listen to my ways of doing things, yeah. for they will be health and life and, yeah. and to, to you and all your flesh. That's right. That's right. Come on, River Church. We're abiding. Yes. We're learning to live under that shadow. Because yes. right, in his presence, there's good things in his presence. Good things. Not, not things that are going to bum you out. How, how many of you people could use more joy? How many people could use more peace? How many people could just use, a, you know, where your mind's just not going where it wants to go and, and getting depressed about things that haven't even happened yet? Yeah. Because a lot of folks, they'll get yeah. just down and depressed. Oh, the economy. Oh, the, and, and, and get depressed about things that never even happened to them. Yeah. 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 Not you. No. Not us. No. We have dominion. That's yeah. right. We have dominion. That's right. Well, I can't help because these people around me, they keep making bad decisions and I don't know what I'm doing. That's out of my control. That what other people do and their decisions has nothing to do with you. That's where you say, Lord, yeah. I'm, I'm taking my time. That's right. I say, you can't just sit there quietly. Yeah. You can't. I'm telling you, yeah. you can't. This is the one thing that we've, me and the other pastor were talking about is getting people to start talking. Yeah. 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 He says, it is, he goes, I, I'm telling you, this guy, he's, he's, he, now he's in the hospital. This gentleman, this person's in the hospital and they're still not talking. 
They're just sitting there quietly, not declaring, yeah. not speaking. Yeah. If you're not talking, you're not speaking, you're not believing. Yeah. Come on. Let's, just be, let's yeah. just be very frank. Because in the word, if we say we believe, then we believe what the word says. And the belief says, say unto this mountain, yeah. be thou removed. And if you're just sitting there quietly and nothing with nothing happening, getting angry and frustrated with God, yeah. that's all you're going to do is just get angry and frustrated. Because yeah. you ain't because you because you think because you is you. Well, I'm just a child of Jesus. I don't know why I just don't move. Well, it's, it ain't nothing going to move because God didn't give himself dominion. He gave he gave you dominion. He said, let them have dominion. And here you are waiting on God to have dominion over the situation. When he gave you dominion. He gave you dominion to say into that mountain. He gave you the dominion to turn your life around. He gave you the dominion to get set free and deliver. He gave you that dominion. I tell you, when you start practicing God-given dominion, there ain't nothing that can't happen. Or there ain't nothing that can't change. There's nothing that can't turn around. Woo! Come on. Right. I'm telling any person. Yes. Come on. You know, they, they, make, they make fun of Dion because, oh, he's just a showboat. Dion's just a showboat. And he took around, he took a high school and turned that program around. And they said he's loud. He just, he just says, what, no, he's a man who practices dominion. Yeah. Come on. I don't know what his relationship with the Lord is, but I know one thing. Dominion. He has dominion. He walks like someone who has dominion. I'm not talking about being arrogant. I'm talking like somebody who's not afraid of what the work they do. I do good work. I take my dominion by how I produce. Yeah. Yeah. I take my authority. See, that's a good thing about the word of faith yeah. message. I mean, we, we gave, they gave us faith. They gave us the authority of the believer. They told us how to lay hold of biblical truths that are just sick. They taught us how to take, lay hold of healing and, and that we weren't, we weren't just out there by ourselves, that, that God was there with us. And he showed us the answers to get set free. He showed us the answer to use your authority, not just sit there being beat up over. He did not call you to be beaten up. He called you to practice your dominion. And God is not, you're not waiting on God. He's waiting on you. And what's he waiting on? He's waiting for you to take your dominion. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I see our new church. I see a new, this is a, this river church is changing. This river church ain't staying the same the way people walked in. People are going to start taking their dominion. People are going to start saying, you know what? I heard Pastor Marcus. I'm tired of just hearing. It's time for me to start doing Oh, I, I'm, I'm tired of going to church and taking uh, five bathroom breaks when the preaching's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to the bathroom again. You got to get that fixed. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Take your dominion and get that fixed. Go to the bathroom before church starts. Start taking your dominion on something. Start taking dominion over your flesh. Start taking dominion at the job site. Yeah. Come on, Quit waiting for someone to figure your job out for you. Looking around like, I don't know what to do next. I don't know. I don't know what to do next. I did all my work. You, never, you know when I work, I, you never have to ask me to do nothing. Yeah. I look for things to do. Yeah. I get things done. And if you know, I, you, you know what? Oh, I didn't know how to do. You know what drives me, Pastor Mark is crazy more than drives me up the wall. It doesn't drive me crazy. Just gets on my nerves. Oh, I don't know. I, so I, I don't know how to do it. So I just didn't do it. And they walk away from me. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, that, that, that is something... I didn't know how to do it. 
And I just stop right there. See, I'm not that personality. If you tell me that you couldn't figure it out, what do you mean you couldn't figure it out? Take your dominion. Take your dominion. Take your authority. Figure it out. Get on top. We got we you got YouTube for God's sake. Don't tell me you don't know how to do nothing. Am I right? Everyone's bowing their head. Pastor says we're gonna do it this way, and you're just sitting there. I still I don't figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'm gonna go on lunch now. I'll be back. Go get my coffee. Look, you want God's best, you gotta take your dominion. You gotta start owning like you run the place. I'm telling you, the reason this man is blessed and why there's a few of you who are blessed in here the way you are is because these, these folks just didn't come in here and do things half-heartedly. Yeah. They came in, they didn't have to be told to be doing something. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? I'm doing this and doing this. And when they realize, what, uh, that could use some help. When I'm done with this and doing all this, I'm going to say, hey, what do you need next? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. That should be the part of your vocab. What, what you need next? I got, you got, I got all this done. What you need next? Say that with me. Say, what you need next? What you need next? <laughs> well, I tell you, boy, you start saying what you need next, boy, people start looking at you different. Yeah. Like something's changing in that man. Something's changing. Yeah. Oh, no, this doesn't fit my job description. Yeah. This don't fit my job description. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a union. I got seniority. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something right now. If you're looking for your seniority... To put you in a position because you've been there forever. Woe to everyone around you. Because you ain't going to you ain't going to help that 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 business out being in that position. Because real leaders, real people of dominion take ownership. They take their dominion. They don't wait around for someone to say what needs to get done. They look for what gets done. They initiate things. I'm, you, know, I'm, you know, I'm in my garage this week, all, week, all this week long. I'm, I was cleaning because we, we spent so much time working in this building and we were done. I mean, I, I come here every day during the day and then at nights, these guys would come at nights and help out. And, and then when we were finally done, I'm like, I looked at my house. I go, man, my house is a bomb. My garage was a bomb. Even my dog looked like she was a bomb. I'm like, it just everything was looking rough, you know. Bedroom was looking rough. Pastor Melanie says, Mark, Mark, can we start cleaning this? I know you got with the garage and doing your office, but can we do our bedroom? Could you at least get our bedroom out right? Oh Lord, have mercy. So I'm just sitting there. I'm, and, and see, here's the thing. I'm doing things that ain't nobody ever gonna see. Why? Because because I'm taking my dominion. I'm showing God this is what you gave me. I'm taking care of what you gave me. I'm, I'm keeping what you gave me. I'm treating it as if the Father God handed it to me. Amen. Your job. You got to act as if God gave you that job. That's right. That's right. Quit treating it like, no, I got it on my own because I got my resume and I put because I, I'm so qualified. <laughs> I was qualified for that job. I'm, I earned top salesman of the week and I'm qualified. <laughs> I remember watching something some years ago and this guy was all... Uh, you know, I'm, I, hey man, I, I, w- I won uh, best employee of the year. He goes, that was 12 years ago. And you, you, you still, you still writing that out. You see, and now you're living on slap because you got one year where you're employee of the year. 
So you figure everything, I feel, oh, I just, I don't have to do nothing now. I've been employee of the year. <laughs> Ten years ago, I was. Still riding that ship. How many of you ever watched A Wonderful Life? I love that movie. Me and Pastor Melina watched it last night. Wonderful Life. Was it, no, was it a Wonderful Life? What's that? White Christmas. Thank you. White Christmas. Wonderful Life, White Christmas. I don't know. They're all white, so they just look like the same movie to me. It's a terrible joke. Terrible joke. Watching White Christmas. Danny Kaye pulls, pulls Ben Crosby out of a, out from a, a falling building, a falling brick or a falling wall, pulls him out. And he starts, every time he, every time he wants him to do something, goes, oh, I guess, it, you know, you can't ever do something. For no. He starts re- reaching for his, how many have seen the movie? You've never seen White Christmas. <laughs> have you ever seen White Christmas? Oh my God, huh? I think I have. Is, it, is there a war in the movie? Yes. It's a great movie, Bing Crosby. Oh, you've got to rent it. Oh my gosh. We all need to get a revival of some things in this place. You've got to watch that movie. So anyways, Danny K, every time he's trying to manipulate his friend to do something, he holds his arm. Oh, because he saved his life and he hurt his arm and wore for it to save his life. So he just kind of his way of laughing. So see, many Christians, they always go back to their, oh, see what I did for you. That was 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Never changing. But want to remind, you want to make people, oh yeah, remember that one time I did that for you? Oh yeah, it still hurts. <sighs> remember that one time I twi- tithed? That was 30 years ago when you tithed. Tithed 30 years ago and you acted like you're a hero. Like you believe, like you're some, you're like Enoch. Who pleased God and was no longer, and now you're walking with God. I'm, I'm just here to encourage you, church, this morning. Encourage you. Start opening your mouths. Start taking your rightful dominion. Quit looking for your wife to do it for you, man. I didn't hear no amen from no men on that. No amen came from no man. It was like. Man, you start taking your dominion and quit looking at your wife to take dominion. Amen. <laughs> that, was a, that was a little quiet. <laughs> okay, Pastor, I, I agree. <laughs> Where's my bear cat at? I'll get my bear cat hug right there. Come on, man, we're going to start taking our dominion, right? Amen. How many men are going to stay taking their role this the dominion this year? If, if Deion Sanders can take a group of slackies and turn the program around, and now he's, a, he's, a, he's a, the coach of uh, Colorado, Buffalo, uh, they, they say, hey, we need you, man. You turn that program around like nothing. You got to come over here and, and change our program, right? Then we need to come over here, over here at the River Church. I mean, in Africa, in Africa, they own Louis Vuittons. I don't have any folks in here with, I only got one person with, how many people with Louis? No, I'm not talking about the ones you bought off of, uh, that you had repurposed and bought from someone else. I'm not talking about, I'm talking where you walked into the store. We, we haven't wanted to, so we, we, she got hers given to her. It was so on her. But how would you like to walk in to Louis Vuitton? And you know it's a serious story when they walk, when you walk in this, because even security starts watching everybody and walk in like you're going to ready to steal something. 
They look at it. Do you belong? I was, I, we went to one store where it was like that. What store were we walked at? Was that Louis Vuitton over in L.A.? It was a real nice store. They looked at you like, can he afford to be in here? They started looking at you up and down. They start. you feel the judgment. You feel the judgment. Right? You, you, walk, you know, that's how you know you're in a real good store. They're looking at you. Can you afford to be here? Come on. Come on. I'm going to tell you something, but you were made in the image of God. That's right. So if you have dominion, you can be in there. That's right. That's right. Come on. That's right. If, you, if you, you're made in the image of God, you that's have right. dominion. You that's deserve right. to be in there. That's right. That's exactly right. Come on. Amen. Come on. It's not a white man's gospel. They did it in Africa. Yeah. If Africans can have millionaires, yeah. why can't we have millionaires in Porterville? Come on. Amen. Amen. That's right. On the east side. East side. Come on. I mean, in... <laughs> I ran into, this is going to be the funniest thing. I ran, in, I, I heard some guy said, it was in Port, uh, was in Visalia. He was acting like, oh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm from Portland, man. I'm from the tough side. I'm from the west side. I was like, <laughs> I was getting ready to just hear the east side. I was like, but he said the west side. I was like, I almost started laughing. <laughs> but he was serious, so I'm like, that's all of Porterville. I mean, if you're from Porterville, you should be pretty tough then, right? Yeah. You ain't no softy. You ain't no softy. There's a lot of people here that have great teams, have been on great teams. You're tough. You're good workers. There's a lot of good things in Port. There's a lot of good people. You just got to stop looking at yourself as just being like only so far. Only so much. I hear what you're saying, Pastor, but, you know, there's only so much a brother can do. You see my kids, Joaquin and Julian, I've got to feed those boys. And Jayla, you know, she was always, you know, keeping everybody in check. I can't, I can't live this way anymore. He knows it's true. <laughs> Those girls, they think they're my bosses. Even when they're younger, they still think they're your bosses. I'm going to just tell you right now. So you... Praise the Lord. Say, praise the Lord. Say, I'm a responder. All right, man. Right, man. My goodness. You know, I'm going to start taking some of them. What do you call it? Just make sure your testosterone ain't low. I'm going to tell you, make sure we have some whole milk in this. Make sure we have things that naturally, I'm going to start giving you guys some hormones. Get some manliness back in this thing. Next week, we're going to watch some couple John Wayne movies. Praise the Lord. Come on, Andy. Come on. Get some Steven Seagal movies. Start showing you some karate. Learn how to handle some folks. Ain't that right, men? Woo! There they go. I feel like, I feel like I'm a doctor with those little heart paddles. Cha-ching. Don't worry. We're not giving up on him. Cha-ching. I ain't giving up on you. I ain't quitting you men. That's, that's not right, but you know what I'm saying. Hey. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ain't that right, men? Amen. Come on. Oh, we're getting there. We're getting there. Come on. It's going to be the season of the turnaround for this man in this church. Promotions. Dominion. 
uh, I need to get that done. Who did that? That was me. That was me. No one asked me to do it. I saw I needed to get done. I heard people say they needed something to get done. I finished my work and I got it done. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I needed to get that. That was a big project. I really need to get that. Thank you. That'll get you promoted. Union people. Well, I, I don't do that. I don't do that. That's, you know, because I don't get paid for that. You know what? You, you're lucky you got other people you work with that, that pick up and take up care of you. Yeah. Quit being so lazy and looking for other folks. That's right. Man, I, I, I've, been preaching all, I've been preaching all that. I haven't getting that much in my word today. Come on. That's all right. How are you getting blessed today, though? Yeah. We're getting blessed. Yeah, that's right. we, we, we start going to church here. They're going to say the minute this church is different from the rest of the men in other churches. Amen. Deion Sanders can turn the team around. We're going to turn our team. Boy, that just sticks out to me. He can turn around his program, a bunch of slackies from a real bad school that were just in the hole. Just a terrible. He can turn that program around. God can turn you around. Turn your life around. Praise the Lord. God didn't connect you with losers. He connected you with winners. Time for you to start getting some W's under your belt. That's right. Come on. Come on. You know what it's like to lose. Did you, how many people like losing? Raise your hand. It's surprising. Nobody raised your hand. Oh, I like losing, Pastor. I go home. My mom comforts me. She's on me. Oh, come here. It's okay. Not everybody could be a winner. When we go bowling, I'll make sure the little things aren't the little. The, the ball. What do you call those things? The board? The bumpers are up, so that way you can get a, at least a couple strikes in there, Mijo. No. And don't worry, I'll, I'll never let you fall down. I'll put you some of those things on the side of, the, on the, side of your bike so you don't fall down anymore. Because, you know, you want to play it safe. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap you in you know, bubble wrap before you go to school so you don't get hurt. Ladies, are you looking for a man like that? <laughs> what are you looking for? You're looking for manly. Yeah. Someone who's good with their hands. You can build things when you need it and do things when you need it. It comes yeah. in the house smelling sweaty. You're like, ooh, you smell good. <laughs> it's true. Did you know, man, when this is a, this is a fact, Pastor Melinda, I can't believe you're going to say it. When, men, when women smell a man who's sweaty, it, it does things to them. It does things to their brain. She goes, it don't do it. Oh, yes, it does. So, yes, it does. He comes in the house. He worked on your lawn. He mowed that lawn, make it look good. He's been sweating around the house, fixing things. Over. You're like, hmm, what are you doing later on tonight? It activates things. It activates things. You sitting there sleeping, don't activate nothing. You playing at 12 hours of video games? It ain't working nothing but resentment. That's all that's working up. You wake up in the middle of the night after playing video games, you got a pillow on your face. You're like, where did this pillow come from? Why is there a pillow on my face? Are you trying to kill me, woman? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Can I get some amen for some men? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo! Pastor Melina said, we ought to turn this organization around. She goes, you got to talk to your man. 
I said, I'm going to talk to my men. Believe me, I'm going to talk to my men. These men are going to be men. We're going to be the most manliest church in the, ch- in the whole Porterville. We already are most, we got a lot of manly men in this church. We really do. I mean, look at this building. Look at, they came in, they worked their tails off. They scraped, they got on the ground. They did great things because that's what men do. We, we like to build things. We like to fix things. We, we, we don't like losing. I'll tell you that much. We certainly don't like losing. If we liked losing, we wouldn't follow some of the teams we follow. I'm just saying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some things are true, though. Some things are true. Ain't going to say nothing, but... Come on, Mama, come on up here and say something. Let's tag team. Well, (laughs) if I can follow up on that. But when you're talking to the men, the men... Are you there, men? Amen. They're my men. They're not your men. I'm just kidding. Okay, okay, okay. That is true. That's what I was going to say. Right, women? Yes, amen. They're my women. Amen. There you go. See, back in the day, we used to do this song. It was called Ha, 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 Ha. Hallelujah. Remember that? Oh, yeah. It was the girls against the boys. We're not going to do that. But the girls, the men need to rise up. Because what came to me as you were talking to them is that pastor needs you. Mm-hmm. I need you. The reason why I'm preaching because I need you, men. Yeah. The city, the city needs strong men. It's t- I'm telling you, you've looked around outside. This city needs strong men. This city needs strong men. And men of faith. Come on. Men of faith that will rise up and take their dominion. And you can't take your dominion in the city if you're not taking your dominion in the home. So when your kids are sick, men, there's an anointing on you. Oh, Just yeah. stand up and say, uh-uh, that sickness isn't going to stay in this house. Oh, Come yeah. over here, son. Come over here, daughter. Boy, the Come devil don't like something. it when men start taking his, their dominion. No, he does, does not like it. There's an anointing on you to lead. Mm-hmm. There's an anointing on every man to lead. Yes. So rise up and take that dominion because yes. it's on you. And if you don't, if you're not activating it, you won't have that anointing in your home. So true. Because it's coming through you as a man of God. You are a man of God. So rise up and take your dominion. Because once you do that in your home, things in this church will change. Amen. That's true. Hallelujah. That's the truth. Hallelujah. Amen. That's the truth. Once you start doing it in your home, men, this church will change. Yeah, come on. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to say this because this is so important to you men. Not only does the devil not like it when you take your dominion. I worked for years at Porterville Developmental Center as a volunteer. I would talk to people with mental who who were cognitively delayed. People that were just not there and women would tell the clients to do something and they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't respond in a, at all. And the ladies would say, I need a man because they're not listening to me. Female and male wouldn't yeah. listen to a female. <clears throat> Children are the same way. Even at little, at little, they don't, they won't listen very well to sometimes with what a woman tells them. But when a man walks in and say, Hey, I need you to do it. Okay. They'll do it. In the realm of the spirit, yeah. come on, come on. when a man speaks up, come on, come on. the devil was like, yeah. 
Whoa. Okay. This is for real. When a man talks, things begin to happen in his home. Things that, that shouldn't be happening stop happening. Or that were happening end up stopping yeah. because a man is starting to take his dominion, yeah, starting to take his place. No, we're going to church today yeah, because I know right. when we get there, we're going we're to walk in our divine authority. That's right. Amen. We're going to have some dominion in this house. That's right. You're not going to talk to your mother that way. Yeah, that's right. Come on. I don't want to. One of my kids, I uh, said something to my mama. I said, what'd you say? You never talk to your mama that way ever because you're going to wake up face down. And three days later, in the middle of the yard, because it's going to take one hit, me and you, and that's it. And you're never going to talk to your mom that way again. There is divine order. There is the men are taking their dominion, taking care of their woman, taking care of their kids, keeping their boys in check, keeping their girls in check. Because men, it's you're you're the one. You can't let you you can't let things slide as a man in your home. You can't let the devil just have a little inch. You give him one little inch. One little inch, he'll take advantage of you. Same thing as the management. Why is it no different than the management? I talked to her. Things are saying, uh, you nip that in the butt. If you nip, don't nip that in the butt. This, this person and this person and this person is going to think they can get away with that. Mm-hmm. And one time she thought, I thought I came out. I go, no, no, no. You handle it perfect. And don't you dare apologize for it. Don't you dare apologize for using your authority. And you know they love her over there? Do you know they love her? Do you know she's seen as a mentor at her job? They don't even want her to leave. They're trying to figure ways to keep her. You, you want to go to me? Yeah, go to me. We want you to stay. People should want you. People should want you. It's like, oh, we can't. We, if this, we knew you were going to leave. We wouldn't, what do we need to do to keep you? Should be what they're asking. Men, people are going to want you. They're going to keep you because they're going to see the value of you. When everybody's getting fired, they're going to keep you. I got fired one year working at Corporate Express, a big corporation, delivering paper. And the guy came to me. He said, look, I'm letting a lot of guys go. I'm just letting all. He let me know before it happened. Before they were laying people. Nobody knew they were laying off people. He came to me. I'm going to keep you because I'm going to have to lay you off. I don't know, but I'm going to tell you. I'm gonna call, you're going to be one of the first people I call back up. To come back to work. I go, oh, thanks, man. He laid me off for a month. I was working. Called me back up. I said, hey, we, I, I'm giving you my word. I want you. Will you show up? I came back. And I was like, people were like, they laid off everybody. You, you came back? I go, yeah. He goes, man, there's tons of people that aren't here. You got to come back? Oh, yeah. They, they called me. They said they, they're going to try to call me as soon as possible. He goes, a lot of people didn't get the call. I said, a lot of people didn't get the call. Things don't happen like that by accident. Right. 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 You got to start seeing yourself as a high quality deliverer yes. of, div- of uh, fine products. Mm-hmm. Your work is the product. Yeah. And you see something that's high standard, you say, how can I make it look better than that? How can I do it better than that? Not that you're trying to be better than someone, but you're, you're like, hey, I'm going to raise the quality of my life with those around me. That's right. That's right. Amen. Boy, I tell you, it's going to get better every year. Amen. I don't know. I just felt like I, I, I hit a gusher today. Now we're going to take the offerings. Okay, we take the offering right now. I done. I was. I almost. 
We had a, was it a family talk? That was a family talk. Yeah, I guess what Pastor William called that a family talk. Boy, I tell you, man, and those who weren't here today, I'm going to tell you, we're going to, we may, because I had a couple people in mind here today to, where I preached, I was going to preach, but they ain't here. But I'm going to tell you right now, but, but this is mostly for men. I'm going to tell you, this message was mostly for men. But I'm telling you, there's something, God needs men. Amen. There's not enough men in church nowadays. There's not enough men in churches. Their wives are there, but not enough men. We need men in the church, manly men. Men of God, men that won't comp, men who ain't afraid to say amen in church. Men who said, yes, pastor, I agree. I'm going to get in on this. I'm going to learn how to prosper God's way. I'm going to tell some of you men who've never experienced God's prosperity the right way. You, you start getting in the way I'm teaching it. Start dealing with yourself. I'll tell you, things are going to get better. We're going to get better. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be preaching to you men for the next three weeks. I just sense that, that anointing on me right now to start talking to the men. Because yeah. God's going to do, God's getting ready to do something here in this church with That's men. Right. That's right. God is doing something yes. and then people are going to look around like, what is going on in that church yeah. that you've got the best men in this city? Yeah. We do. I already believe we do. We got great men. I mean, yeah. they were just, people were looking in here watching all this work. Oh, man, what great work. Yes. What great work. Well, we're better than just what we do. There's more to us. Yeah. There's more to us. There's more to us than just the work yeah. that we're great fathers, that we're yeah. great husbands, yeah. and, and that, that we're, we're great leaders in our city. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah. 